Andy, my dude, have you heard of the magical website builder known as Squarespace? Ugh, not another Squarespace ad. I feel like every podcast is sponsored by them. <laughs> hey, 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 don't knock it till you try it. Yes, okay, it is overhyped. But actually, it lives up to the hype. Squarespace is like a website fairy godmother. With a click of a button, your site transforms into a beautiful masterpiece. A website fairy godmother? That sounds interesting. What makes it so magical? Well, for starters, those slick templates make anyone look like a professional web designer. Pick one, customize the colors and fonts to match your brand, and voila. Plus, the drag-and-drop fluid engine is so easy, your grandma could build a site on Squarespace. Well, she did knit me a lovely scarf last Christmas. Maybe website design is next. Exactly. And when you're ready to sell your Nana's handmade scarves online, Squarespace has built-in e-commerce. Add a store with one click. Get flexible payment options. Then watch those sales roll in. And when she wants to teach others her steezy scarf skills, Squarespace's new courses feature is just the ticket. Nana can set up her curriculum and enrollments and payments in a snap and become the next e-knitting influencer. Wow, you really sold me with the grandma angle. Sign me up for that free try. Just go to thenextreel.com slash Squarespace and transform your site into a beautiful Squarespace masterpiece. Well, thanks, Pete. Even though it's overhyped, Squarespace actually sounds perfect for Nana's site's needs. Appreciate the warning on the ads, though. I'll brace myself next time I listen to a podcast. Anytime. Let me know if you need any help getting that site up and running. Andy, can you believe we've almost hit 700 episodes of The Next Reel? I know, it's crazy. And with all the other episodes in our family of podcasts, we are well over 1,200 episodes of movie conversation. It's really pretty amazing that we've gotten to have these in-depth movie chats every week for over a decade now. And we couldn't have done it without our loyal community of film fans. Their support over the years has meant so much. For sure. That reminds me, we should give the merch store a shout out. Buying shirts from thenextreel.com slash merch is a great way listeners can continue to support the show. Plus, they get to support our great designs. Absolutely. I think sometimes folks forget we have a variety of shirts, mugs, phone cases, and more available. In fact, a great place to start is with a shirt sporting the Next Reel's logo. We also have that classic Fast Times Spicoli Surf School tee, or the weirdly popular Rusty's European Tour shirt. The one from National Foods European Vacation. Why is that so popular? <laughs> Search me, but we have sold a ridiculous number of those. I guess there are a lot of Rusties taking trips to Europe? We're always adding new designs based on movies we've covered, like our brand new design for a streetcar named Desire, featuring a streetcar named Desire. So if you want to rep your love of TNR and films, head to thenextreel.com slash merch. Every purchase helps us continue to have these weekly in-depth conversations. So visit thenextreel.com slash merch today. And as always, thanks for listening and being a part of the Next Real community. We've got lots more great movie chats coming your way. Andy, please start the show. It's showtime, folks. Enjoy the show. A fine Saturday morning to you. No, no, you were all English a minute ago. <laughs> no, but I have to after go the Irish Michael again. Winterbottom. I know, I know. Yeah, it's come on Brexit <laughs> at cinema at cinema at cinema at cinema. Good morning, good morning, boys. <laughs>
<laughs> oh, you no, he's the queen of England. No. 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 I don't know what just happened there. And he's the I queen of England tonight. <laughs> I don't know. Now I don't even remember what we were wanting to record that he was t- he was going on we about. Supposed to turn that it on. It was about Andy, a movie that uh, I can't remember. And I still can't say. remember uh, what it's called. So because you said, talk, "Did you guys man. see?" Yeah. And, then, and we're like, "Let's record this." Yeah. Well, you no. guys said that, and you put me in a panic moment because I'm like, "Oh crap!" Now they want to say it. I really have to remember the name of the movie, and of course now I can't. Pressure forget. It was a pressure forget. <laughs> pressure, pressure, pressure forget. forget. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Sweat forget. Oh, yeah. someone's birthday party. Oh, what's his name? The guy, uh, um, Ned Ryerson, Dame Judy Dench, Bing. Ned Ryerson, Stephen <laughs> Stephen Topolowski's birthday party. Topolowski's movie. Have you either of you, you seen were... Stephen Topolowski's birthday party? No, no. It's a gr- I've it's heard, a great little movie that basically explores Stephen Topolowski and the stories he tells. And I think that's what spurred on the podcast that, you know, uh, where he's yeah. sharing all of the stories. But basically, he would have these parties at his place and just random people would show up and they would listen to him as he would just kind of tell these great stories and serve yummy food. And it was just like this kind of regular thing that he did. And and it's really interesting because as you watch it, you see like the group of people, which I'm guessing are a lot of like, you know, hopeful actors or, or you know, people on the cusp and stuff. And and Amy Adams is sitting in there and she's one of the young people watching and listening to the stories. So, Well, it's from 2005. So Amy Adams was what, like 12 years old back then. <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember when when Junebug hit. It had to be just a few, few years. after Yeah. That. Yeah. So, because that's really where she kind of broke, but it's anyway, it's worth seeking out if you can find it. Cause it's a, it's a fun little kind of indie little project. And according to Wikipedia, he tells stories about being in such films as Bird on a Wire and Mississippi Burning. And those are not the movies I think of when I think of him. All the greats. Bird on a Wire? All the greats. Really? Bird on a Wire? That's, that's Mel Gibson, right? And Goldie Hawn? Uh, yes. Oh, yes. Another opportunity for John, Mel to show that, his butt. That, that, was, that, was, of course. that was in that era yes, where that was like all people was. would talk about is, oh, Mel's showing his butt again. <laughs> hey, he had that insured. I'm, I'm sure of it. I'm sure of it. Oh, uh, yes. Indeed. Well, um, what else has been happening in your movie lives? What else has been happening? Let's we see. had some uh, Golden Globe nominations happen that uh, caused an uproar. Yes. Uh, we had some uh, some SAG nominations for the Stunt Awards and uh, caused quite an uproar <laughs> uh, that John Wick 3 wasn't put on the list. Yes. Uh, Do you even... I mean, all right. I'm the I know I'm probably the most bearish of on of all of us on the award stuff. I'm just done. Was this not just another example of why ugh nonsense? Why are we paying attention? I know Andy you've yeah, I'm not listening you to you. We'll never let go. You. Uh-huh. You'll, you'll never let go of the awards, but I'm just done. No. Steve, tell me you're at least in the middle of I'm in the middle of awards? Do you still love, Do I the, care? love the awards? Yeah, it's a fun game. I don't get as amped up as I used to because I 
you know, I used to get all excited for the films that I liked that I wanted to get awards versus the whole politicking of what's going to get things. And, you know, I, I was at an Oscar party. I was like, yeah, I think this should really win. And it's like, well, no, because so-and-so has been nominated five times and it's his turn. He'll get it. I'm like, but but no, no. <laughs> That's not how it goes. Al, how it should Al Pacino has done so many better performances than whoa. But that's what he gets an Oscar for. So yeah. yes, I I still like the I I still enjoy it. I I'm curious to see. I, I guess it's more of a puzzle to solve. I look at that of like why did why is Once Upon a Time in America a musical or comedy? Well, Hollywood. I don't understand. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. That'd be a totally different. <laughs> yes, yes. That's Once Upon a Time that's in phone Ireland ringing. with Andy. They made it a musical. Yes, <laughs> very lilting. Yes. Once upon a time in Hollywood. Why is that a musical or comedy? I don't know. Well, it was, and I think there was discussion on Discord about well, The Martian was nominated for the same category, musical or comedy, and it's got comic elements. But is it a comedy? I don't care. All right. Well, so clearly you care more than I do. So, what was the controversy this uh, this this week? Why was everybody so upset? Well, you know, people are always upset when things that they want to get nominated don't oh yeah so i mean that's that's the long and the short of it um and for the stunt awards it was largely the fact that john wick three did not get nominated um which it does seem strange well it's a twofold our complaint about that one the fact that the stunts aren't getting nominated period by the big awards i think is the larger picture complaint but the sub complaint under that, if you drop down a level, you'll see the sub complaint. That is, <laughs> is like, how do you overlook John Wick? Yeah, why, yes. How do you, how do they yeah. leave that one out? Uh, so, well, it was it's it's similar. It's they they go through these awards go through these transitions of trying to catch up with things. And I remember, oh gosh, in high school, so it must have been like eighty seven or eighty eight when the when the Grammys added like the heavy metal category and Jethro Tull won over Jane's Addiction. It was like. I was Jethro Tull in the heavy metal category. What is going on? But it's just an old industry trying to become or maintain its relevance and and updating categories. And I mean, of course, the Oscars aren't doing that. So we've got the SAG Awards, but they've been doing Andy, as you pointed out, what stunt awards for several years. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. uh, So I can't remember how many, but a little while. It's it's, yeah, yeah. It's been enough. Uh, Yeah, I I don't know. So that's just the one thing because it's I think it was because of Twitter, because I think the they tweeted out about like, hey, look at the stunt stuff. And everybody looked at it and said, what is this? Yeah. So, if you're going to do stunts. Yeah. Do, stunts. do the movie with stunts in it that are recognizable. Like John Wick and not, and not the Irishman. There were some exceptional old man falling down scenes. Pete, when he throws a guy through a plate glass window and stomps on his hand, that's a that's a stunt. Also, though, I didn't see the horse v. motorcycle sequence in The Irishman. Did you see that? Maybe you can point me to a time code. <laughs> no, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't see that. Yeah, it's so. real trouble. It's, yeah, it's, it's a frustration. Yeah, it's and I, I think, I mean, yeah. the, I did point out that there is a uh, a stunt award, um, uh, an award program that's out there. What the is that, Taurus, the, the Taurus yeah. Awards or something? And yeah. they did have, unfortunately, they are like way after the Oscars. So in context of what people yeah. consider award season, it's like they're not even in it because award season starts, when does it, if they say it starts now, like 
beginning of yeah. the middle of November or something, and it goes until the Oscars. That's when people officially right. say it's, yeah. Yeah, the, the, end the award it, yeah. season ends with the Oscars. And the Taurus Awards, they're doing their drawings up through uh, March and uh, into April, and then they don't have the ceremony until May. So that's like they're not even – they don't seem to care. But uh, at least yeah. they have more interesting categories. And I think that's uh, – I think that helps them and makes it a little more interesting. And it, I, I mean, honestly, just it does speak to the fact that it is specifically stunt awards. I mean, like last year's, they had best fight, best high work, best stunt rigging, best work with a vehicle, best specialty stunt, best overall stunt by a stunt woman, hardest hit, best action in a foreign film, and best stunt coordinator and or second unit director. All right. So that's something. Yeah, that is. It's that's great. What is with you tonight? What is I'm this? Surly. You are. <laughs> you are. Just like, well, that's something. Yeah, it is. You're something. Yeah. All something right. Else. Yep. yep. Something else. All right. Thirty fifth anniversary tour of Pee Wee's Big Adventure. This is what happens when I don't bring anything. Yeah. Hey. We're talking about Pee Wee. <laughs> Pete? I'm sorry. I'm just trying uh, to. No, Pete, trying I'm to telling you right now. Surly. Okay. okay, Surly. <laughs> Pete, you and your wife, Valentine's Day event, Portland, Oregon at Newmark, Newmark Theater. Paul Rubens is going right. to be there with Pee Wee's <gasps> Big Adventure. Seriously, Paul Rubens is going to be there. I, I, I can't I, tell no, if he's I excited so. or just yeah. trying to feign excitement. Yes, no, because <gasps> if you pay, Paul if you Rubens pay, going to be there. Oh, <laughs> yeah, uh, Mr. Paul Rubens. There's a fo photo op package: one premium reserve <laughs> ticket to the show, one individual photo opportunity with with Paul, a VIP access laminate, ooh, what? and a super secret VIP gift item. Tickets went on sale. What do you think, that, what do you think it uh, is? Tomorrow. What do you tomorrow. think is this? Is the VIP I, I gift, the secret gift? I don't know. Something. Yeah. Knowing Paul Rubens, I'm not sure. <laughs> you don't want to touch it. Don't open I'm it. You sure. don't want to touch it. No, don't do it. He's Tickets rough, go on sale tomorrow, time. Friday, December. Oh, well, it'll be yesterday by the time this posts. Yeah. December 13th. Tickets will be on sale, but Portland, Andy, we it's don't not, get it. You won't anything. be coming to Arizona, sadly. Now we either got to go you to LA or nothing, Texas or Denver, yeah, or Portland. So, but it's or, or we can visit Pete up in Portland for Valentine's Day. Surprise! What are the tickets run Love for us. this All thing? Right. I'll be here. I I don't know because they're not on sale yet, so I don't have pricing available. Well, here we that. go. They don't Pee -wee. I know you are backstage pass uh, or backstage yeah. package. Why don't you take a picture, photo op package? I meant to do that merch bundle. Yeah, but it doesn't tell you how much. Well, let's see. Yeah. <laughs> Let me just say a full price ticket is ranging between $50 and $65. Yeah, there you go. So add on double, triple that, I'm sure, for photo ops and all of that. So but your wife would love that I just, if you gave it to her for Valentine's Pete. <laughs> I See, now I know you're being sarcastic. <laughs> She's like, honey, I got you a little peewee for oh, Valentine's I Day. <laughs> It's time to take out the little fireman. Uh, he's a little um, peewee. I, <laughs> I am sure that I will have missed the boat if that is the um, if that's the gift I end up with. For Valentine. <laughs> it's not good. Uh, well, do you, either of you do you enjoy this movie? Either of you? I do. I I didn't see it okay. uh, in theaters, but I saw it a few years later, and. No. It's, I mean, it's definitely one that sticks with me. My kids still love it. I mean, it's, you know, it's kind of a comedy classic, you know, and I, I don't know. I think it's really funny. And Large Marge well, is still see, my I, favorite part. 
Oh yeah. See, yep. the thing yep. that, that really impressed me with this and I, cause I'd seen it a couple of times on cable TV and then I was watching it and I was noticing things and I thought this is either intentional or it's like really poor production. Nobody's paying attention. And I thought, no, knowing Paul Rubens and Tim Burton, this has got to be intentional of the scene where he's pulling the the bike chain out of oh, the cool. the bike, and you yeah. can in the bottom of the frame you can see the chain coming up through the bottom because well, it's like endless chain. The story out. with that is that this was is, shot um, thirty uh, on thirty five millimeter frames. Oh, it's to be they, cropped. Uh, they they shot full oh, and frame they didn't crop it. and but when they released it on home video they just which mm. is something that would happen often yeah. they just they would right. take that off oh. and they would just release the full frame oh. so that's why in certain <laughs> films sometimes you'd see oh, the boom is that what it is you'd see in this particular oh, case really? you see oh, okay. the chain coming through yeah so it was a oh I thought that was no, intentional yeah, that was one okay. of those uh, things that unfortunately Whoops. because of the way that they chose to release it <laughs> it's like the, you know this is what people were complaining about back then now they're complaining about the, the the, losing the jokes in the Simpsons episodes. Oh, so, okay. Because the other one yeah. I noticed was when he's driving the car and he's driving and the, and the, the street signs come by, you can see that they're like, on, it's a sign like on a dolly yeah. track that's rolling. It's not actually, yeah. And I thought it just fits with the feel of the movie, but oh, okay. Now you know, little movie Thanks magic. Thanks for ruining that, Andy. Thanks sure. a lot. That's what I'm here for. Yeah. Well, it's important to know, it's important for you to know that they yes. were filmmakers who knew what they were doing. They were doing <laughs> and then... Yes, it's all the, it's all the formatting. Yeah. Yes, okay. No, it's this was like the the great Buffy the Vampire Slayer release when they when the cropping changed for home release or for widescreen release, and you could in the dark room of her bedroom you could see the sound guy with the mic <laughs> laying down next to her bed. Well, yeah, it's. I mean, that, and I think oh, Pee Wee. Wow. What that is too. that grown yeah. man with a microphone yeah. doing yeah. in that teenage girl's room? <laughs> oh well, it's not creepy at all. <laughs> Yeah, uh, just just um, release it the right way. That's the lesson here. Yes. Release it the right way. Exactly. Yeah. It's a lesson they yep. still haven't learned, as we learned from Disney Plus and Simpsons, but at least they fixed that one. Or what was it, Mandalorian? There was a boom mic in a Mandalorian shot, I heard. that people were. Well, if it, if it happens now? in that show, then that was just a straight-up yeah. mistake, because... Yes. They aren't doing anything as far as like, you know, reframing shots the way that they're not, no. not intended. So. No, that's just that's just a rush, rushed production. Or a Starbucks cup in Game of Thrones. So. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's going to be really interesting because, you know, acquisition now has moved. I don't know, Andy, what are you guys, uh, how are you guys uh, acquiring? Are you shooting like 5K on your projects or 8K yet? We're not yet? shooting anything 8K yet. No, <laughs> we're shooting 4K Okay. So. Yeah, mo okay. for most things, I, not I everything. That... You know, a lot of, I mean, the like the stuff we did for investigation discovery, they didn't want it in 4K because they never uh, put it out in 4K. So they they specifically said, "Don't shoot in 4K." It's weird. I I find that really interesting, and I know that uh, a lot of. A lot of the like particularly high fashion houses are changing to are pushing for 8K for a number of reasons. First of all, because all the retail has massive screens and they're all vertical and oh, they, they crop yeah. at all kinds of different different rates. And that, you know, just the way they shoot events, they are, you know, they love being able to shoot 8K and crank up, you know. 200% and still yeah, right. pixel for pixel uh, work, which is um, amazing. I um, I do that and end up releasing a lot of 360 by 240. 
Uh, so I'm stuck, <laughs> stuck a little bit in 1980, 1996, but, um, it's hard. I, I mean, we, you know, we've had, you know, we yeah. had a project that, uh, before we, uh, it was not planned this way, but in the end we had to create both horizontal, um, 16 by nine and vertical 16 by nine for watching on f- some phone apps. And we didn't shoot oh. it that way and everything yeah. had to be cropped. Uh, and it really it yeah. messed with our, I mean, some of the, some of the shots we could actually, uh, turn and it worked, but a lot of them we had to just kind of crop down and it, it, it messes with your image, but. It really does. It's just a fascinating consideration. And, um, you know, I've, I've been deep in it because I'm so excited about the Mac Pros uh, that are running, you know, I think what they say, six native 8K streams simultaneously Jeez, oh, with wow. this afterburner card. And uh, I mean, it's a, it's a stunning piece of equipment. And hearing the the video pros who work on this thing are saying, you know, when we can we can render a 43 minute finished 4K show um, in, you know, eight minutes wow that's a stunning yeah. um you know savings and it's not a savings of we're all going to go home at three thirty in the afternoon because yeah. we've saved so much time it's look at how much more time we get to be creative and we get yeah. to push yeah. those limits because we know we don't have to spend hours at the end of the day rendering uh, final rushes so it's i'm i think it's really fascinating and that that the hardware is finally catching up to be able to make those kinds of considerations on set um you know, we're going into production like, yes, we're going to shoot 8K because we know it's someday formats are going to change and we're going to yeah. have to yeah. um, do that. But then I priced out the Mac Pro for me, mm-hmm. just what I wanted. It's over $54,000. <laughs> I'm not Just tell the kids, and they it, don't need to go to college. They don't need that. Or cars. No, <laughs> oh, or ridiculous. Cars. Yeah. yeah. For the price of two Corollas. Yeah. What? Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. That's nuts. You, what you can get yeah it's stunning so so that means everybody's gonna be shooting 48 frames per second coming up soon oh. right we're all we're 48 jump, steve let's do 96 96, yeah. 96 <laughs> frames per six frames per second looking forward to that <laughs> get ready oh. it's pimple oh, vision eyes bleed yes. <laughs> oh. uh do we do we have any other news or shall we jump into some re-ranking um yeah i guess uh no, i think that was it as far as news there's not a i mean i think the awards thing it's just everybody's ramping up with their year-end lists and all of that yeah. so yeah which we might do we've kind of thrown around the idea right i think per martin uh till yes oh, something. Idea. Yeah, something we may uh, Some, yeah. come up with something end of the end well is it end of the year or is it end of the we decade gotta, we, we gotta hurry both. we could do both <laughs> We only got like two weeks left, so Both? we better get on this. Both. Oh, man. <laughs> That's a lot of work. You only have to pick one movie. That's the best part. <laughs> Just one movie. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right. Well, all so right. we're going to do... Take us through right, some re-ranking. Let's do some re-ranking. All right. Let's see what we're going to start with. This is over at flickchart.com, uh, where we rank all the movies that we've talked about on the show, from favorite to least favorite. And first up... Out of our 431 movies on the chart, we are something I've seen. I, I would like to. I'm gonna. Okay, I should. This is my new game. What can has Steve put a filter seen? on it? I'm going to say you've seen both of these. Uh, uh, well, Finchers. So that's okay, we're something. starting with Finchers, okay. the girl with the dragon tattoo. Yes, and it is up okay. against Albert Brooks, defending your life. Oh, oh, oh! Have you seen that one? 
Okay. Yes. All right. There you go. I Meryl will. Streep. Oh yeah. Um, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. It for is me. definitely not defending your life. <laughs> and I also like defending it's your fine. life. It's it's really? a fine one. It's a, it's got its moments. Yep. It's fine. Meryl Streep. I uh, know. Yeah, you know. Uh, yeah. There were no choices made in that movie. <laughs> well, that held steady at two eighty five. Dragon okay. Tattoo. Next up, we have another Fincher film with Zodiac. From 2007, right. up against David Cronenberg's Shivers. Zodiac. Definitely Zodiac. And I'm guessing you have not seen Shivers, Steve. Is it Cronenberg? <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> That'll still oh, yeah. Cronenberg. That the yeah, no. All right, Zodiac. <laughs> Early Cronenberg, Zodiac no. takes it at 97, or holding steady at uh, spot 97 on our chart. Third up, we have The Sound of Music or Say Anything. I'm going to say you've seen both of these, Steve. Oh, yes. Oh. Uh, <laughs> uh. How well have both of those aged? Yeah, that's interesting. I uh, I think Sound of Music ages really well, so I'm saying Sound of Music. I'm probably Sound of Music, too. Yeah. It's the... I, I'm gonna have to agree. Yeah. It's yeah. It's just anything. It's got its moments, but there's pieces of it that just don't. I, I'm not a huge Cameron Crowe fan. Ah, you, you. We've heard. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, this is interesting. It's the Spanish poster <laughs> on the on flick chart for the Sound of Music, and it's called Sonrisas y Lágrimas, which means sunrises and tears. Oh, that's an interesting, <laughs> <laughs> interesting way to title that. All right. Yeah. That's going to be the That's name right. of our band. <laughs> Next up, we have uh, from our current series, Steve Martin, Dead Men Don't Wear Plaid, up against, this is a tough one, Mad Max, the original. It, it is, Andy, I, I think it's not tough. I think you are making it tough. Oh. It is Mad it Max. It is Mad Max. It is Mad Max. Yes, it is Mad Max. <gasps> See how easy it was? It tough. No, I was saying it was up against a tough one. That's what that's what I oh, had said in my yes. head. Oh, I might okay. not have actually said the that. movie itself was it tough? was tough in my head because I'm like t- it's it's up against Mad Max. That makes it very difficult. Also, no. Mad Max is just genuinely tough. Did tough we, yeah. Have we talked about George Miller announcing that he's starting into the next one? Did we talk about that last Probably week? We didn't no. talk about that. No, because he's gearing up, and I guess it's he's he's a go for the next Mad Max movie. So, which to be Max. clear is yeah. the. <sighs> Prequel uh, uh, one with Charlize Theron and the origins of of her character, right? Furiosa yeah. is that? Oh, I that don't know. That was my understanding of what so he had been talking not... about. So that's I don't know. Okay, I, I, well, I don't know Furiosa. if he's doing that or what, but that's what I had heard. So I'll be curious. That's fine. Whatever he does, I'm I'll be there yeah. for it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just sad we won't be able to see it in D box, Andy. Uh, who says we won't be able to? Do you, do you still have D-Box out there? Actually, now that you say that, I don't know because they remodeled. No. <laughs> well, they remodeled, but I don't. I don't know if they've taken out the D-Box seats. Oh, no. Okay, all right. It's all okay. right. Well, Mad Max held steady at two eleven. Next up, we have the girl who kicked the hornet's nest. These one, this series comes up a lot on these re rankings. Versus yeah. No Country for Old Men. Oh, it's absolutely No Country. <sighs> I think it's No Country, Andy. And I think Steve has seen only No Country of this pairing. That's correct. Andy <laughs> is like 100. He's batting 100. All right. All right. Uh, no Country held steady at 81 on our chart. 
Yes. Next up, we have two films, and I guarantee Steve has seen neither of these. <laughs> oh, is this one of them a Ricardo Darín no, film? Uh, but it is something that <laughs> oh, if okay. it pops up on Criterion, you should watch it. Yee, a one and a okay. two. I loved it, Pete. Pete found it pretty boring. <laughs> Pete hated that you movie. Know what, Andy, let me just tell you, it's the other one. <laughs> Whatever you're going to say Stromboli. next. Oh, right. I, oh, is that the is that the one where they kill the animals? The, there are some animals it's that get even killed. Ridiculous. On Stromboli, yes. they, on the volcanic yeah. island. Yeah. Yes, I've listened to that episode. She ends up the the big climax is her climbing a mountain in uh, an active volcano in heels with luggage. <laughs> so it's stunning. Oh, you you make it sound <laughs> atrocious, but it's actually a pretty good movie. I'm, I'm, <laughs> but I'm going to vote on you right. here, especially compared I to love Yee. Yee, a one and a two. <laughs> definitely takes it for me. Well, see, Yee is sort of on my list, not only because of that, but I, when you load the Criterion Channel app, there's, it's a whole like collection of, uh, you know, movie posters. And I'm thinking that might be an interesting goal is to make sure I've seen everything on the load screen of all the movies that are on there. And Yee is like right front and center in there. So you'll have to seek that one out. Book a day. Check it out. So uh, we're going to have to do a Rochambeau for this one. Because I'm, mm, I'm definitely right, yee. Because Steve is not helping. Okay. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Ready? Uh, what What am I? It, this, yeah. It's yee versus anything Stromboli. else. Okay. <laughs> Stromboli. You say that, but it's One. higher than you if don't have it at the bottom of the chart. It, you're right. You know, mostly I just am. You I do. like you're a terrible you person. All right. Here we go. Yeah. One, mm-hmm. two, two, three. three scissors. Oh, <laughs> Stromboli wins, holding steady at 221. So Yee is clearly not high enough. Next up, we have uh, Steve has seen one of these. We have Aliens <laughs> or Menace to Society. You're right. You are oh, right. Wow. Andy knows me so well. This is this is a fun game. I like playing this game. <laughs> Steve, what Steve you Steve haven't seen, seen Aliens? <laughs> no, I've never seen Menace to Society. And I don't know why. You need to see it. I, I actually don't yeah. either. And in movie. fact, uh, this is this is a tricky tricky. No, one. it's aliens. What do you think? One hundred percent. It is. Yeah. Clearly. All right. Well, it is for me too. You're I just, just trolling me it, again because like, you know. you're a terrible person. We already know this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that did help aliens jump up. It went up from fifty to forty-four. So I don't know Excellent. how menace to society got above it, but it did. Next up, we have Never Let Me Go or La Vie en Rose. And I would say, oh boy, I'm torn on this one. I feel like there's a possibility wow. Steve saw Never Let Me Go, but I'm pretty sure he hasn't seen La Vie en Rose. So I'm going to I'm going to say he, he hasn't seen either of these. No, I've seen Never Let Me Go. Oh, okay. I read the book, very... saw the movie. Yes. OK. All right. I was 50 50 with you on that. One. Yeah, I wasn't okay. quite sure. Um, Never Let Me Go for me. Never Let Me Go. Andrew Garfield. In spite of an amazing central performance oh, yeah. in La Vie en Rose. That is a movie that just did not live no, up to her. right. Definitely not. Never Let Me Go held steady at 126. And I've lost count. Uh, this, I think, is our last one here. Sure. Nine Queens. Okay. There's a Ricardo Darín film for you, Steve. And From Hell. And I'm going to say Steve has seen neither of these. You are correct. This is eerie. <laughs> this is like you've invented a new game. We didn't even have. Now I don't I have this game. For this. It's like a great party game. <laughs> it's just like pull up a random IMDb movie, and Andy will tell you whether I've Such seen it or a not. Meta experience right now. I don't even know. Does it matter what movies we're talking about? <laughs> 
Oh, well, it's definitely Nine Queens. Nine Queens, definitely. I think it is Nine Queens. I like that, Ricardo Doreen. So wait, was that That a Hughes Brothers back-to-back? Because they did Men's Society and From from Hell, Hell, right? Oh, interesting. Okay, yeah. Well, with that, uh, Nine Queens held steady at 39, and that is the end of our re-ranking for today. I I think our only jump was uh, Aliens jumping a few spots up above Menace to Society. All right. Fair enough. There it is. Here we go. There it is. Let's do trailers. Let's do it. You're first, Andy. It's you. you We ended Saturday Mad Night last week, and within 35 seconds, you had the trailer pick. Well, that was so funny is like, you said, let's do that. And I said, let's do it. And in my head, I was in like, I was waiting for you to introduce Flick Chart because that's how that conversation <laughs> goes in my head. Oh, that's too funny. Uh, yeah. So I'm up. My first, uh, my trailer is the 2019 film Greed. It is, uh, from what I could tell, not a remake of the 1924 silent Eric von Stroheim film. Uh, <laughs> This is no. Michael Winterbottom, uh, who, you know, I have not seen enough of Michael Winterbottom's films. I feel like yes. I need to go watch. I know you're always pushing 24-hour party people, Oh, my Steve, gosh, it's so good. Uh, yeah. Which I haven't seen. I have seen, um, uh, let's see, Welcome to Sarajevo and uh, The Trip and A Mighty Heart. I think that's all I've seen of his. Um, so not enough, clearly, because I've generally kind of enjoyed the movies. You that didn't I've see a cock and bull story? Nope. Oh, that's fun. It's very, no, it's very meta. Yes. I don't know. Uh, uh, I, gosh, I, I feel like I saw the trailer for that one, but I can't remember. Oh, I'll tell anyway. you, you know what I got to, I'll tell you the one that I really, really enjoyed uh, was Code 46. Uh, Tim Robbins and Samantha Morton. Fantastic. Oh, I haven't seen that one. I really yeah. enjoyed that I, one. Another one I haven't even heard about. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So clearly, not only have I not seen a lot of his films, I haven't even heard of a lot of his films. <laughs> <laughs> Which says right. I should I should investigate this fellow a yes. little bit and check out some of his films. He does work quite a bit with Steve Coogan. That is something that is clear when you look through uh, the, their filmographies. And this film, uh, True to Form, is a Steve Coogan vehicle. It looks like it could be really funny. It could be a really smart satire on on kind of wealth and greed and kind of the billionaires of society these days. The one percent. Um, this is a story about a uh, high uh, a high street fashion mogul celebrating his sixtieth birthday on the Greek island Mykonos, and uh, you know you have. Steve Coogan, who always is hilarious, wearing ridiculously fake teeth, and uh, his, uh, I don't know, wife or lover, I'm not sure, Isla Fisher is in it, and she just looks great, and it just, everything in it really plays well to that whole idea of kind of the -the over-the-top set of people who have way too much money to spend on things. I mean, you know, as like late in the trailer, the I don't know, the reporter is talking to Isla Fisher and she's and she's talking about how he's building this big thing like a year in advance as like to kind of get himself back on track for next year's birthday or something like that. It's like it's insane <laughs> what what the way that people spend money. And that's really what we're looking at here. And Steve Coogan is perfect for it. And I, I think that's great. I'm a little nervous the fact that it's a rather low score on imdb right now uh it's under the six, uh, pete's six star rule at a 5.7 but honestly just th- so much of this looked uh like it was going to be right up my alley so uh I, that's greed i'm excited about this one what do you guys think 
I'm a big fan. Cut. I think it looks hysterical. The teeth are amazing. He, when he walks out on that balcony and says, money cannot buy this. Oh, wait. Yes, it can. I just did. Right, I mean, it's, right, just, right. it's just fantastic and gross. And uh, love Isla Fisher. And she's amazing when she said, this is for you. I mean, not literally. <laughs> like with, the giant with the giant check, check of like uh, 21 million It's or fantastic. Two. And I saw Asa Butterfield is in this one. And yes. uh, yeah. what is what is he uh, what is he doing in this movie? I, I'm I guessing like he's their kid. You think yeah. he's their kid? Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's got the he's same, got last, same name. last name. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. He's uh. That's. I, I think it's. Uh, it. It. It looks funny. It, the trailer did what it needed to do for me. Comedy is tough. I mean, that's, you have to take that into consideration when looking at the, the the rating is some people just may not get it and they may not think it's funny that he's hired a bunch of like celebrity lookalikes and one of them is George Michael. <laughs> <laughs> Happens to be dead. Yeah, that's great. That so you so either, you're either going to get, I mean, if you don't like Steve Coogan's comedy, you're not going to get this. And it's, uh, yes, but everything, I mean, I watched this and I thought, is this based on some actual person? I don't know. Know if it's just an amalgam of stories that are out there. I don't care. I'm just going to have fun watching this. So it, it's funny. What, Even in the in the yeah. uh, IMDb that just says satire about the world of the yeah. super rich. What are you? Yeah. Gonna, yeah. You know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. They're keeping the story pretty uh, pretty tight, I guess. But uh, but it. it has it has been released. It played at uh, Toronto um, earlier this year. It did open there. And uh, then for everyone else, it's going to be opening February 21st, 2020 in the UK, here in the US, and uh, uh, somewhere else. Uh, there Ireland you go. So far, See, so. another date night, Pete. You do peewee on, on Valentine's <laughs> Day, and then a week later, greed. There you go. <laughs> you can tell your wife, one for you, one for me. What? <laughs> <laughs> I think they're both for Pete, she, maybe. She, I don't know. She will not understand that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, my trailer, I believe I am up next. I am picking uh, appropriately enough. Appropriately is not the word. Predictably enough. Uh, Wonder Woman 1984 uh, is the second in the Wonder Woman franchise. And it's Wonder Woman taking the uh, Thor Ragnarok art direction. Uh, for all of the promotional material. Everything is neon pink and orange and green, and uh, it is unicorn vomit, and I think it's fantastic. <laughs> I am here for it. Uh, the trailer looks great. Uh, they're introducing some uh, apparently uh, legendary characters. Uh, I guess it's the cheetah is one of them, mm -hmm. and uh, what's the other one? Um, uh, the smiling, smiling guy. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I don't, I'm not a Wonder Woman guy, so I'm going to call him Smiling Guy, and we're going to stick with is that, that. Is that Maxwell Lord? Yes, Maxwell, Maxwell Lord, Lord. Smiling Guy, and uh, the Force Ghost of Chris Pine, which is how I'm going to have to think about it until the movie comes out, because how the hell no, no, are they no. bringing him back? What? Well, yeah, I, I, well, I guess I can't say because we we figured out what's going on here in our latest recording of our episode for... Uh... <laughs> For all of me, you may recall. <laughs> right, right, right. So um, uh, we're going to, that's why he's, he's the force ghost for now. Um, yes, right, right. So uh, anyhow, this uh, movie, I think it is, uh, it's one that has the story uh, by Patty Jenkins and Jeff Johns and directed by Patty Jenkins. And it like, it feels to me like this is a great chance for her to shed a lot of the weight that she inherited, the DC weight uh, from the first movie. And I loved the first movie, uh, but this movie looks even more just sort of flamboyant and the action looks 
awesome when she is swinging from lightning bolt to lightning bolt on that amazing rope. That is an effect <laughs> and an idea that I've never seen on screen before. And I was it, I had to watch it a number of times to get it in my head that it was something that somebody thought of because it's amazing. Uh, love the the extravagance of the rope work like that's just I, I think that's great. And all I can say is, please. Please make that jet the invisible jet. Don't I please let that be <laughs> the invisible jet. That's what I want. That was my super friend stream uh, of this movie. So I'm very excited about it. The cast looks great. Who knows what they're going to, you know, how they're going to weave these things together. Again, trailer did what it needed to do. Kristen Wiig, fantastic. Uh, love everything she's choosing in her career right now. So there you go. I'm surprised you didn't mention the music. Why are you surprised about that, Andy? That you, you, it's something that, and honestly, I honestly can't remember from previous conversations yes. if it was something that was really bugging you. The fact that, you know, popular songs were being used so often in uh, trailers as kind of the, the driving tune for the trailer. But this one definitely pulls it uh, smartly yeah. from the era. And I thought they did a great job uh, with it. Well, here. I think they did too. If that was something I ever complained about, I. <laughs> I changed my mind. I actually have a playlist in Apple Music of trailer music that's been co-opted and retconned for movies. And it's a <laughs> great, great playlist. You know, I mean, I it's fantastic. Uh, so I'm I actually like it I, now that I, I can't get it in my head. What's the song? Um, Blue Monday oh, by New yeah, Order. Of course. New Order. Yeah, Blue Monday. Yeah. Great, great song. Uh, it's yes. a great pick. I. I, I I'm excited by the trailer because I mean I loved the first movie too. I'm a little confused by Steve's presence. I don't know what's going on with that, and I'm I don't know if these are flashbacks to do. Well, they can't be because they're talking no. about stuff in present day. Uh, right. So it, it makes it I don't know. It doesn't make a lot of sense to me, and that makes me a little nervous. Like why are why is this a route that we're going with? And I don't know if if they if it's going to end up feeling forced. The fact that that happens. In it, yeah. uh, I yeah. hope there's some reason where it all is logical that that he's here. Yeah, I, uh, I at first when he first showed up in the trailer, I thought, oh, it's his grandson, and it just looks like him, and it's going to be this whole thing. But then it's like, no, it's clearly a guy out of time who doesn't know that a garbage can yeah. is not art. And then I thought, oh, those are those are cheap laughs. I really don't want too much of this and i right. really struggle with how they can explain or justify this i don't know it's the one thing that i'm most concerned about because it feels like it's the most well we need to have chris pine because we need to have a male star because we can't have a woman carry a movie we need a guy there and i, I just struggle with that but everything else I love I love the fact that we've got, you know, uh, Kristen Wiig in this, that we've we've got women leading this movie. And I'm very, very excited about that. And Pete, I'm right there with you with Riding the Lightning. That was just amazing. It was really cool. I, yeah. I regret seeing that. That's why I don't like trailers. I wanted to be wowed by that and surprised <laughs> by that. And you took that away from me. You you, but you just were wowed and surprised. See, yes, it doesn't take anything away. It just yes, it, it does, gives because it to not, you early. It's not like you Max Christmas present. Let it's it have IMAX and Atmos. <laughs> if it was IMAX Atmos, I, my head would explode. You That's would, what but I want. If you watched it in the theater before yeah. the movie, like yeah. you would have said, "Oh, wow! Look at that! I just experienced it in Atmos." Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Are you telling me? Andy? <laughs> There's always a first time. There's Celebrate those first times on my phone. The first time. Wow, that was impressive. <laughs> it was still the first time, and it still impressed you. 
look at this conversation that we've had about how impressed you were. <laughs> Clearly, it made an impact. Uh, the movie comes out uh, in June. In, in fact, it's June in June 3rd in Spain and France and Indonesia, all the way through June 4th, through the rest of a lot of Europe and the Philippines and Asia and the UK, June 5th, and then the USA, June 5th, and then uh, Germany, June 11th. We have to wait a week. Where's your trade dispute now, Angela Merkel? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> wow. We just it was lost about Wonder Woman 1984 <laughs> <Yep>. all along. <laughs> so it, was, it was about that one week. We're really yep. sending a signal <laughs> the Hollywood industrial complex. Uh, I'm excited about it. See, what's your trailer? Well, it, it, start, it got busy this week and you were like, well, is he going to do this one? Is he going to do that one? Well, you got all these trailers and I'm... I'm picking the one that I wanted to pick because I think it's the most, I don't want to say, I guess controversial. I don't know. It's when you, is it a reboot of a franchise? What is it? You're, we're, we're, we're doing something different with Ghostbusters. I, it's called Ghostbusters Afterlife. There'd been a little tease. There's been rumors about what's going on with this thing. And we finally got a trailer for Ghostbusters Afterlife, and it is Paul Rudd and Finn Wolfhard, and clearly we are in the Ghostbusters cinematic universe because we've got a we've got Ghostbusters gear that is recognizable by characters saying, "Oh, look at that nice replica! Replica of what? Oh, it's a ghost trap, you know, from the Ghostbusters." And so we're we're getting nostalgic about the '80s here in 2020. Uh, when a single mom and her kids arrive in a small town and discover their connection to the original Ghostbusters and the secret legacy that their grandfather left behind. So I, I'm excited about the fact that we're creating enough distance from the original story. We, we've got a lot of the iconic moments. We've got the Ghostbusters vehicle cruising around in a cornfield. We've got ghost traps. There's still not enough of a story there. We see kids playing around with their ghost but with the Ghostbusters gear, but I don't know what the main story is, which is all I all I wanted from this trailer. It gave me enough to know that it's it's staying true to the original in terms of how we're treating these things, but it can be a completely different story because we're out in the country. We're not in the city. We're we've got kids, so we're we're maybe focusing more on you know it's like a Stranger Things type of thing, which again you guys know that's right in my wheelhouse. So it felt very much like Super Eight uh, from a few years ago of 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 this type of thing. So I'm excited about it. I know there's going to be all kinds of backlash because whenever you get into something that is so near and dear to a generation's heart no matter what you do with it there are going to be people that just are going to hate it because it's going to do something different it's something wrong it's something unjustifiable in their their eyes and they're going to hate it but i am all on board for this i love paul rudd i think he's like the every man that everybody can connect with and jason reitman i think uh is i'm excited to see what he does with this one Andy, how are you two feeling about this one? Yes, and Andrew, <laughs> you know it's Ghostbusters, Busters, so he. Hates I don't it. get that excited about them. I, I, but I will say, I give them, uh, you know, I give them uh, a nod, a tip of the hat uh, for <laughs> putting a trailer together that I thought, you know, this was actually a really smart way to do it. It doesn't feel at all like you know you're bringing in all the old guys. 
Right. Because, uh, right. you know, I mean, you know, they're uh, in it. And so that's why I'm like, I saw that they were going to do this trailer. And I just kept waiting for Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd, right. Ernie Hudson, Gordon Weaver, Andy Potts, yeah. any of those people to show up. Because, yeah, you know, I figured that they would. So I was like, well, you know, they didn't do it. That's actually, I give them uh, a tip of the hat for kind of putting a trailer together like that, that that sets up the story. And I wouldn't be surprised if everything we see here all is like in the first 15 minutes of the movie. Because it feels <laughs> it feels like it could be, you know. Yes. This is kind oh, of yeah, the sure. setup of the story. And then yeah. we find out that, you know, he's related to, I, I don't know who, one of the guys. And uh, they come to town and have to stop the ghosts from destroying his family and their their lovely farm. My um, bet I, is you're totally wrong. And the original cast are actually all ghosts in this oh, movie. Ooh. And I don't know, maybe they have to be caught or they become like double agent ghosts or something like that. <laughs> Definitely going to be a twist. That's a fun idea, especially because it's called Afterlife. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty mm -hmm. clever. Always thinking, Andy. Always mm -hmm. thinking. Right. I yeah. I actually really like the tone, just the visual tone of this thing. That it was just it looked mm -hmm. different than, uh, it just had yeah. a different vibe, a different feel, and I like that he's doing. Jason Reitman has some earned credit for me. Um, you know, I obviously am a giant, giant, giant fan of Thank You for Smoking. Uh, I'm a giant, giant, giant fan of Up in the Air. Then there was Labor Day. Uh, and so I have to come all the way back around to the front runner, that where I'm yeah. a really giant fan of the front runner. And so, like, he's coming in with some some credit from for me. I like I I'm uh, excited to see what he does with this property in particular. I think this is I think this is a really interesting one for him to to get his hands on and um, and and just try something new. Yeah, the action stuff is something that's sort of new for him. We haven't done a lot of action in his movies a lot of character drama which will be great it's the how how is the action going to come across and how well is that going to be handled and uh we will see how that happens here well wait yeah. i mean did you see the front runner i didn't see the front runner was there a lot of action that was there Gary, kung fu and fighting Hart yeah. is i mean yeah. you know when he's on the boat it is an incredibly agile sequence <laughs> Well, they they included the uh, ro fighting robot sequence for oh, real steel. Hey, you know, yeah, I jacked that movie. They, yes. <laughs> anyway. All right. Yes. But uh, July tenth. So it's, again, we're getting all the summer trailers. It's we're we're getting set for summer. That's right. The 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 thing that I always fear about movies like this is that uh, it it fuels uh, issues when there were. Uh, it, things like the previous Ghostbusters film, yeah. which oh, yeah. I initially liked, and then I watched it again. I'm like, you know, it really isn't that good. But then again, I don't think any of the Ghostbusters movies are. So, uh, but anyway, that aside, it's like it's just going to fuel things that's going to further the divide between yes. people. Oh, and sure. That's yeah. always frustrating. You know, why do you have to bash and you can't just accept that there are different things and let people have what they like? Right. Because exactly. of the internet, Andy. That's uh, yes. settled because science. Of the internet. Let's. Yes. Well, I am curious. This just one last note. Yeah. I am curious if they do end up tying anything from that movie in, since as we did find out, uh, you know, Sigourney Weaver was in it. Her daughter is one of those Ghostbusters. You know, there are. It's it's a direct connection. One of the other ones, yeah. her father is Ernie Hudson. So I'd be curious to see if they're if they are just pretending it doesn't exist, or if they are going to try to welcome it into the family. Okay. 
All right. There you go. Let's do lists. List time. Okay. So uh, this week we are talking about um, uh, The Man with Two Brains in our series for Steve Martin. And so we put up on the Show Talk channel the f- a few options that included, if I could find them, uh, I'm in the wrong oh. feed. <laughs> that doesn't help. We put up the one oh. that people voted for, people falling from high buildings into swimming pools. Exposed internal organs or serial killer subplot. And and uh, people falling from high buildings is the one that people definitely wanted us to talk about. So here we are. The one that is the hardest of the three. I get to take it away, I guess. So. <laughs> Stinking brutal. <laughs> I, this was a really hard one. As we knew what? it would be. Really? But, yeah. Okay. Well, I'm going with an obvious one for my first one. All right. There were some that I'm like, okay, high building, pool, check. Then there are some I'm like, well, somebody falls in a pool. I, I can make it work. And then there's some I'm like, eh, well, I guess we'll see. We'll see where we land. <laughs> All right. So for my first one, this definitely is a pool and it is from a high building. However, they don't really fall. This particular person uh, uses a motorbike to jump from one building to another building, landing in the okay. pool on the other side. And then, of course, Arnold Schwarzenegger, who is chasing behind, uh, is on a horse on top of the building. And he tries to tries to do the same with his horse. But, then, of course, the horse stops and he kind of falls and is hanging by the reins and has to get dragged back up by the horse. It's a great little sequence and truly lies uh one of james cameron's films that i you know i i have issues with but i still think uh it's a pretty solid action film that's my first pick true lies well and it is of course a steal a hard steal immediately uh and it it wasn't the first one i thought of but i will tell you it's the second (laughs) was that a steal for you steve are you saying you're you are a font of originality no, I found I found a list and it reminded me of some things. And I was like, oh, yes, I, f- I had forgotten about these. So, OK, nope, I, I'm all I'm all good. All right. All right. Well, my first one is uh, ding dong. It's room service in the uh, uh, police safe house. Uh, but gosh, darn it. If it, it isn't for that, uh, that crazy pair of uh, wisecracking cops in Lethal Weapon 2. And they, okay, now that's a steal. There we go. Yeah, that's, they ride the cart into the pool. Yes. That's a steal. And that's okay. the most obvious one because yeah. I believe we actually mentioned that one in the episode. Yep. Although the well, the one I mentioned was Lethal Weapon 1, but there is no pool at the bottom. The pool no pool is a car. In fact, there yeah, is yes. a pool sequence, but it's only falling from the side of the pool in the hotel pool. Yeah. As he gets the right. guy gets he shoots the guy. Says no yeah. killing. So I you, I showed great restraint in other words is what I'm saying. Okay. <laughs> All right, Steve. All right, well Pete stole that one. So I will have to go with um the next one on my list um which is falling from a really 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 tall height into a pool but actually breaking through glass on the way down as a Nuts. conscious choice Ugh. as a conscious choice because you really don't want to deal with Meryl Streep and Goldie Hawn when you are Bruce Willis in Death Becomes They're the worst where he's, and you, that's they another are the worst in that one yes Yes. So there we go. That was what I saw that in the theater and I had forgot. It's been a long time since I've seen that. And as soon as that showed up on the list, I was like, oh, my God, I need to see that movie again. It's been too long. It's yeah. Ernest. I know it's not. It's no, it's not. I know it's not. But there's I think it's it's making a 
it's making a point about something that I think it, it handles pretty well. Plus, you know, uh, Isabella Rossellini. Come on. Yeah. No, I'm, hey, I'm not, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm with you. Yeah, there's that a definite, outfit, uh... if I remember, that jacket needed some, another layer. Um, if I recall, she was wearing a jacket that demanded It was just a necklace, layering. I think. I think it was just a necklace that she was wearing. I think that's all it is. Yes. Uh, okay. Excellent. All right. For my second pick, I am going to go with a film, and unfortunately, I, I forgot to look and see if I could find it, uh, the clip online, just so I could verify everything. But as memory serves, I think it works pretty well. Actually, I'm finding it right now, and I'm seeing it. This is uh, a film that I really loved, and I don't know why it didn't get as much love as I thought it should have, but I think it's a really interesting film about a detective who is fighting demons and the occult. It is, of course, Constantine with Keanu Reeves. And we have a great scene. It's an interesting scene early on with uh, Rachel Weiss, who uh, commits suicide. And the way she does it is she climbs to the top of the uh, the building that she's in, kind of a, a church uh, building, and she jumps off of it and crashes through the glass into the pool below. And that's kind of... Uh, you know, uh, really interesting. It creates an interesting situation for Constantine to now have to investigate. So that's my second pick, Constantine. This is really rough. Was that another steal? Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. And I thought I thought it was a lock for not uh, for not being that's... picked. Because why would you pick Constantine? Yeah, I don't know. Because it's a great movie. Is it? Yeah, I love Constantine. I think it's great. Okay. Well, you, you have, have your I'm issues. You haven't seen it. Oh. I saw it oh, once and just I love I, I really enjoy Constantine. Although I also yeah. really enjoy the show now. It's just great. The new Constantine is is a great Constantine. So they're all great. Um okay, so I'm seriously bottom of the barreling. I didn't expect to get to this particular pick on my second. Uh okay. but considering yeah, every movie so far has been a steal for me. You've already gotten through my list, pretty much. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to go with a movie that was also not... Uh, no, I, I actually I take that back. I have two more. Um, the, the, the one that I will go with now is a movie that... Um, it's not a hotel... Uh, it is, uh, it, in fact, though, uh, it's a sequence in which... We just said high buildings. It's just a high building. It's just a building. And uh, you t when sometimes when you like a girl a lot, uh, you do stupid stuff. And you may, in fact, decide, I'm going to jump off the building and not actually hit the pool in uh, All the Boys Love Mandy Lane. Ouch. Oh. That oh, that's like a the, oh, that's have you guys seen that movie? Uh, I, it's at I, the bottom. It's at the bottom of my flick chart. Yeah, it's really? not. Wow. It's hard yeah, to watch. Yeah. The end. By the time uh, she's whacking the guy with the machete that's I in know. the stick, and he's saying, "Die with I, me, die with me," and she's like whacking away at him. I'm, I'm like so <laughs> done with like my day. I'm just ready to go to bed. It's not a great experience. Uh, but again, okay, it may not be at the bottom, bottom of my flick chart list, but it's it's a tough it's watch. Down, but Amber Heard, it's and she there. holds her own, like in this, in a, I, I think, a really dumbly challenging part. So I'm going to go with All the Boys Love Mandy Lane. It's gross. All right. Okay. Why are you so dubious <laughs> at this, Steve? This was not I, an A-list pick for me. I don't know what no, to tell I know. you. 
I'm looking at the things that I've left on my list, and I'm like, I how is he not? Does he has he not seen these movies? <laughs> That I have on my list? I don't know. Okay, let's go. What okay. do you got? Well, okay. Well, all right. I guess technically it's not a pool. It's a body of water. <laughs> okay. So is that, uh, is that okay. the problem? Is that you were strictly limited to pools and buildings? But um, Well, let me just tell ultimate- you, it's, it, it gets worse from there in my pick. Okay. Yeah. Born ultimatum. <laughs> oh, for crying Born out ultimatum. loud. He runs, jumps, gets shot, and falls into the water. So, yeah. born ultimatum. All right. So I I'd say yes. It. It's not a pool, but it's a. Yeah. I'd say it's still it's a significant fall, mm-hmm. right there. So that's my that's my number two. That, Doesn't he do that in the first one too? Well, he gets he, it's out of a boat in the first one yeah. at the beginning, yeah. but this is like actually off no, he's the found building. on the boat. Isn't he found on the he's boat? Found he's found in the water. He he he's, he's found on. But the we boat. never see him hit the no, water. No, he's found in the he, no, he's found in the water. I he's in the water on the boat, but yeah. it's not like we saw right. him fall into the water. No, but no, but in the. But in mm, Ultimatum, okay. we actually see him jump yeah. off yeah. and right. fall. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's that's my number two. All right. All right. Okay. We've actually, about that all right. series on just the so show, you know, so I, I'm uh, glad to know that you are sticking with your. <laughs> so, Pete, just so you usual. know, all the boys love Mandy Lane, number 483. It's not the bottom of my list. The bottom of my list, number 44, The Brood. <laughs> Wow. Ow. Wow. Ow. That's a weird Is it flex, the bottom of my okay. list? <laughs> so your pick is not the worst movie on my list. <laughs> Look at that. There's a win. Yeah. There's a win for the week. <laughs> All right, Andrew, what do you have for number three um, or your top pick? What do you have? Uh, well, to- oh, boy, I okay. I could go with another high building into a pool. Because I have one last one, but it's definitely not my top pick. In okay. fact, I should have put it last because it's the uh, the worst pick. So I'm torn. Do I go with that or do I go with a film that is a little bit cheating where oh, people falling into something that is <laughs> water? water. That <laughs> people is... falling into something that is water. Okay. I don't go know. Ahead. What should I do? I'm torn. You can you can cheat. <laughs> you go with the better I'm movie. Cheat. I'm going yeah. to cheat because I have I I feel like if I said this last one that it's going to be a steal from Pete okay. because because <laughs> uh, uh, yeah I feel like he's at that point okay. I could be wrong but I'm going to go with this and, and I think it's a bit of a stretch but I I'm making it work because <laughs> technically it's a cave but it's a cave that they're in that's kind of a city reminiscent it's- of water. No, they're inside this big city, and they fall off of a bridge, and the way oh, yeah. down below <laughs> is talking, a body of water. This is Lord of the Rings, Rings, the Fellowship of the Ring. So he well, falls in. He falls in the first movie. In the second movie, we find out that he actually hit the water. Yes. So it's I guess I should do the two towers. Is really the two one towers, I should pick. Yes. That's where we. That's where we learn there is water down there. They didn't just fall to their deaths or to yeah. a fiery center of the earth. <laughs> the rings the two towers. Yeah, I'm putting yes. that in there. Great. So, but uh, yeah, the the, the mines of uh, of uh, Minas Tirith. It's you know yeah. it's oh, the yeah. dwarf's home. So it's kind no, of a high building because yes, there's a hole in the bottom. Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to tell you that's not a steal. Okay. Well, I and now I'm curious if if the other actual high building into pool was a steal. So take it away, and I'll tell you. Okay. Well, uh, mine is actually not a high building or a body of water. 
<laughs> so what do you think of that? Okay. okay. Well, it's not a steal then. <laughs> The movie is 2018's Truth or Dare, in which our uh, in which uh, we we have an exchange. Have you guys seen Truth or Dare? There's a no. There's 2018. Yeah, there's an exchange uh-uh. uh, in which our principal character it, it's it's a it's a possession kind of a ho- horror story, and <laughs> there's an exchange in a pool hall where uh, the character says he's this guy's hitting on her, and she turns around and she's channeling this this thing and he's it says i dare you to show me your pool cue and he jumps up on the on the pool table and is about to take out his little fireman and then he comes to his senses and starts to walk off and falls as he's he's interrupted by the he falls into another pool table and breaks his neck and it's horrible (laughs) uh and that's the extent of what you get from me this week all right. Oh my God. Well, Steve, I can't. Uh, be- I cannot believe I made it this far. I want okay. this movie. Let's so you're see telling me that's not a steal? Then. Truth or dare? No, <laughs> no. And I have to give my brother credit for this one because I, I had almost forgotten. And when he mentioned, it, I was like, Oh my gosh, this this is the top of my list because. When we saw this movie, we talked about the fact that this character falls off of things all of the time. Is it Mr. Bean. No. Just hit me. There's a Oh, my game. gosh. So this is, it, it's a twofer. It's a twofer because we're at the top of a very tall building and Ryan Gosling is Holland March, falls off, lands in the pool. Keith David does not land in the pool. It splatters <laughs> all over in the nice guys. That's another one that we've talked about on the show, but that's okay. Yes. Yeah. yes but come on. You, it's a twofer. And I know it's. It's into the pool, and I, I think I think Ryan Gosling falls off of buildings or off of walls at least two or three times in this movie. He's just like he falls a lot, always getting lucky. He does fall a lot, but that that's the one where it's just and it's it's in the trailer. I think is you just see them both falling in one. I think it's the red band trailer. You see the one red splat and the one splash. Yeah, I so, think that's, so that's I'm I'm that's, actually surprised, Steve, that you didn't do uh, your favorite, almost famous, because there's a. That's another one that I am a golden god and I will jump (laughs) off of a building. Well, there's the whole like jumping like from less than 20 feet. You got that. You got social network where you're just zip lining and fall into the pool. No, my other backup was and it's not really a building. It's not really a pool. And that's Elizabeth Swan in Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of the Black Pearl, falling Mm -hmm. a great distance off the cliff into the water. Uh, I did not care for this list uh, at all. You would have preferred exposed you, so you had no backups. Then. Oh, no, you had all. We, <laughs> yeah. we went okay, deep the into obvious my backups. One, I, I have to throw out this obvious one that, honestly, I'm surprised that you didn't have on your list since people were talking about it in the chat rooms <laughs> as an option for this. It is Diamonds Are Forever, uh, James Bond. Yes. It is like the most uh, obvious one. And I wouldn't be surprised if that's really where this kind of all this this high fall into pool stunt work started. Although, yeah. uh, well, no, I think it does look like it's the actual lady. This is where the bad guys throw a lady out of the window and uh, because the other lady wants to have James Bond for herself. Oh. Blah, blah, blah. But yeah, anyway, that's the, that is the one that I was convinced you would have because it was kind of obvious. That's what you get for not reading the chat rooms. Exactly. Just <laughs> I, I have I have no defense. No, nope. yeah. no excuses. Nope. And then if I really had to, I was going to throw "It's a Wonderful Life" in there because <laughs> uh, you know it's it's cute. Jump into a pool. 
that when they open the gym floor, gym floor and, and, and they're dancing and they fall in. I cannot believe that you guys got Death Becomes Her out of me and True Lies and Constantine. Like, I felt like this was a lock for me this week. Uh, plus my backup, <laughs> Truth or Dare, which is just funny and charming that I go for the pool table gag. And you guys stole them. You stole them. And you have all these great <laughs> ideas. Why didn't you go for those? You're the losers here. Not me. You're the loser. <laughs> okay. That's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Pete's really, fake news show. Really great. <laughs> All right. So next week, we are going to be continuing our Steve Martin series with The Lonely Guy. This is the, uh, the penultimate film in our series. What are we going to do here? Steve? I haven't seen Lonely Guy. I thought you said you guys <laughs> talked about all of me. That's after this. So you said penultimate, isn't it? Oh, penultimate. Yeah, that's, I forget my vocabulary words. <laughs> I haven't seen The Lonely Guy. It is, okay, so uh, it's based on a book that's kind of a, uh, one of those, like a mock self-help book, you know, that ah, just tells okay. you, if you're lonely in New York City, you should try this, blah, blah, blah. And uh, it was adapted by, um, uh, what's his name? Neil Simon, and then this, the, his adaptation was actually written into a script. So weird, kind of an odd, odd journey to Arthur Hiller. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow, yeah, Arthur okay. Hiller directs it. It's hilarious. Okay. Charles Grodin is in it. Uh, he's he is a very depressed guy who loves buying plants and contemplates suicide quite a bit. I feel like there has to be something with cruise ships, Pete, because like this is like, you know, climactic meetings on cruise ships. How about that? Okay. That is like an Great. obvious Satmat thing. Yep. That is a that's a no-brainer for Satmat. It's why we exist. I don't know if they have to be climactic, but they should be uh, important. Of imp- meetings yeah. on cruise ships of import. And yeah. what is a cruise ship? Can it be a yacht? A yacht? <laughs> I know. I think it has to be a cruise ship. It has to be a cruise ship. Because, I mean, I feel like there are probably quite a bit of these. What is this movie about? Because my IMDb keywords. Is cruise ship not <laughs> he's on a there? Guy, so he's, no, no, he's no. lonely. So the, the IMDb keywords are skank, whore, slut, slutty character, slutty wife. What? 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 <laughs> exactly. Somebody was really bothered by the way that his first girlfriend treats him, I guess. I but guess so. Holy cow. Yeah. No, he, thought, gets, he gets dumped early on in the film. Right. And then he's kind of lonely and trying to figure out what to do. And he's having a hard time meeting girls. And his uh, he meets this guy, Charles Grodin, who tells him about, oh, the lonely guy store and try, how this is how to be a lonely guy. And, and so he's working at trying to figure that out while looking for love and he keeps oh, okay. kind of running into uh oh that seems like another thing we could do you know um movies where like uh um the the love interests keep bumping into each other or something you know but it's like they they take a long time to actually uh connect i don't know if that's something um well yeah it's like that slow burn love story um oh okay yeah because yeah, every time they meet she gives him uh, her number but inevitably he always it gets wet and he can't read it something like that happens and so it's just they have to kind of he has to wait until he can bump into her again to get you know another chance it's like that uh i, I don't know is it a the, the climax of the movie is them actually meeting like that's the objective of the movie is getting them together stories Oof, that's that's a tough one yeah i mean that's just a romantic comedy really yeah, right. just kind yeah. of you know 
What about uh, something with dogs? Um, Funny dog deaths? F- fetching No, scenes. this dog doesn't Funny. die. It doesn't. This is the power That's dog. That's a power dog, yeah. Funny dog fetching right, scenes. funny dog fetching. I don't know. That's yeah. That seems really... But, but no, I, I feel like there's something where a dog, you know, they throw a stick and the dog comes back. Com- with a, it's just comic dogs. With a bikini comic top dogs. or something. What, I'm just looking at the cast. What about... Best celebra- comic dog um, fetches. It has to be a fetch. It, okay. You're going to hold on to it, that? Yeah, because I think that's the funny part. Okay. What about celebrities playing themselves? I, I don't know. I'm just looking at the cast and I see Merv Griffin as yeah. Merv Griffin we do and Joyce Brothers. We have a fantastic scene with Dr. Joyce Brothers yeah. and the twins. <laughs> that topped this film for me. That seems so funny. That, so it, it turned me around on timed. Joyce Brothers, too. I, Andy That's had to right. go to the mat she, for, for that. He really he was in Joyce Brothers' court. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, how about Joyce Brothers movies? <laughs> we could. She's been in enough of them. Our favorite Joyce Brothers yeah. appearances. Yeah, it's a list of nine terrific Joyce Brothers appearances. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's too funny. Oh, okay. So is there, are there, well, is that does that it? mean there are four list choices this week? Funny dog fetches? Uh, Joyce Brothers movies? <laughs> I think just three. And then meetings on cruise ships of import. Oh, I thought you wanted to have the slow burn uh, romance. Uh, you done no, with that? No, because then it just like done. all of a sudden we're like, oh, that's just. Yeah, all right, good. That's a romance. No, that's fine. Okay, so we've got meetings on cruise ships of import, best comic dog fetches, and Joyce Brothers appearances. <laughs> Doctor, <laughs> I, Joyce I have Brothers to tell appearance. you, I have no idea where this is going to go. <laughs> I don't either. I don't either. All right. There it is, everybody. If you want to get the vote in on this uh, week, uh, by uh, probably next Thursday, uh, yes. get your vote over on our um, the Show Talk channel over in Discord. And if you if you want to learn how to get onto a Discord group, how do they do that, Pete? Well, that's a great uh, that's a great question, Andy. You you know where you would start if you haven't done it already. You would start over at patreon.com slash the next reel. And uh, there you can learn about uh, joining the Next Real community. You can learn about uh, uh, jumping on where you could see all the live streams <laughs> of us actually recording these uh, these uh, wackadoo shows. Uh, and <laughs> let me assure you, they're much worse than what you hear in the podcast feed. <laughs> so there's that. Uh, and uh, and you can just rest assured that you are supporting uh, independent podcasting this and when better. When is there a better time to ensure that you are supporting independent podcasting than now, the holidays? You're already probably overspent. You know that. What's five extra bucks? <laughs> so uh, you can also check out uh, thenextreel.com slash merch if you want to get into uh, any of our uh, new fan, uh, fangled uh, logo merchandise uh, over in our Tee Public store. We encourage you to do that, too. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's it, Stuff is actually selling, and that is fun for us to see so uh that's it anybody else have any other messages of note i don't think it's so. podcasting um, you have to say something yeah we got to tell them is it next weekend is the film board for last oh yes or last skywalker last the <laughs> phantom last skywalker returns skywalker. <laughs> are you now Whatever are you you're is. not on, are you on that one 
I'm not, You're on, not that on that one. one. It's me and it's Andy and it's JJ. Tommy is actually leaving the state, so he won't be able to see And you've see got it. a guest, though. And you've we got a guest, right? And we do have the fantastic... From the Nerdcast. Uh, yep, Jordan from the Nerdcast is joining yeah. us again. Uh, and uh, we're actually going to be doing, I, I will tell you, in a, we're going to be doing a little uh, feed swap. They're doing some fun Star Wars stuff over on Nerd Critic. So if you've never caught Nerd Critic, you will be able to hear one of their shows uh, in our feed, and our show will be in their feed. It, it's a It's a feed thing. So uh, look forward to a guest bit from them uh, right here on the next reel. There we are. There you go. Sweet. Thanks, Thanks everybody. Hondo. I love the conversations that so many of our hosts have had on their shows. Steve and JJ on Trailer Rewind, Ray and Ocean on Silver Linings, even Tommy's short-lived No, No, Wait, Hear Me Out. And so many films they've discussed started out as a book, a play, or even a TV series. Well, now you can support our whole family of podcasts by using our new Originals page to buy the original source material used to inspire films covered on our shows. Just visit thenextreel.com slash originals. Your purchases made through our links give us a small commission at no extra cost to you and allow us to keep having these fantastic conversations. It's a wonderful way to support the show. Producing these podcasts week after week require a ton of work behind the scenes. If you'd like to help support our efforts, try using our Originals page when shopping for books and movies that we've covered. It's your one-stop shop for Amazon and Apple links where you can buy the book, play, video game, movie, etc. upon which the movie is based. Original material for trailer rewind movies like If Beale Street Could Talk, The Goldfinch, Aniara, or The Two Faces of January. Or Silver Linings movies like Repo Men, which was based on the repossession Mambo. Plus, by using those links to buy books, Amazon and Apple show us a little bit of love, which allows you to support our family of shows with minimal effort. Visit thenextreel.com slash originals. It's a fantastic way to support the show and find a great book to read. That's right. Head over to thenextreel.com slash originals to find your next read and get started today. Mm-hmm.